No matter what you're going through, he's with you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus.
Good afternoon, people of God. God bless you today. Uh, this is Apostle Faye Hartfield with To Repair the Breach, Healing and Deliverance Ministries in Atlanta, Georgia, coming to you one more time by the way of the Holy Spirit. Amen. With the word, and thus said the Lord. Amen. To God be all the glory. To God be all the praise. I just thank God for every opportunity that he gives us to be a witness unto him, to be his mouthpiece, to speak a word that would be timely and in season for the times that we're living in. And truly the word that the Lord gave me for today, amen, I believe that it's a timely word, a much needed word, because so many of us are seeing how the world has gone astray, how the people of God in the church have gone astray, amen. There's a great falling away taking place, and even the Bible said that this would happen before the coming of the Lord. But I just thank God today, amen, that we that are steadfast and immovable in his word are standing on his word to continue to um, stay in the will of God by obedience, by accepting um, God's grace, his mercy, as the power for us to continue to live a righteous and holy life before the Lord, because he even told us in his word that um, to 
live peaceably with all men and uh, to be holy because without holiness, no man is going to see the Lord. So I just want to say that to say this, that uh, today the Lord has given me a word on um, being as he is. Amen. And that is holy. Father God, we thank you today and we give you praise today, God, in the name of Jesus, thanking you for every opportunity, Father God, that you give us, Father God, to speak your word. And I pray that the hearers that were here today, Father God, if someone is falling short of your glory, if someone is still living their life as a Christian in sin, Father God, I pray that they will uh, repent today and that they will come back to you, that they will turn back to you. Father God, in the name of Jesus, and live their lives that would be pleasing according to your word and according to your promise. I pray today, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, that each one, Father God, today that will hear this broadcast, Father God, in the name of Jesus, and if their hearts are pricked, Father God, that they will repent, that we will cry out to you, and that we, Father God, will receive your grace and mercy, Father God, in this time of need, so needed time. In Jesus' name, I thank you, Lord God, today for a word, Lord God, that will also be an encouraging word for us to live in a manner, Father God, that we know, that we know that would be pleasing in your sight and that you can get the glory out of our life. And I just say, God, get your glory. Amen. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. I just want to say thank you, first of all to WKBY 1080 for their staff, for those that work so diligently to see that these broadcasts are going forth. I just want to say that today. Thank you, and God bless you. I pray that um, as people are hearing the gospel, amen, the true gospel, the word of God, not the watered-down messages that um, some are preaching, to allow people to feel comfortable in their sin. I just thank God for this opportunity by the way of WKBY to be able to get a word out to the people, amen, that people will hear all over the world, all over the uh, United States, amen, and to God be the glory for that. And I'm going to start out today with um, in First Peter Amen. Starting out in the first verse, I mean, first chapter. Amen. And I'm going to be starting out at the 13th verse. Amen. And I'll be coming to you uh, with scriptures out of Hebrew, Ephesians. Amen. Today um, to back up what the word of God is saying so that people don't think, well, you know, there's something that the apostle is just saying. No, it's what God is saying. It's what God requires. Amen. And we can't get around it. If we're going to be like Jesus, amen, we got to live in obedience to what his word says and not try to make excuses, not try to um, put our own way or our own words in God's words, amen, but to live according to the way that the Bible has instructed us to live, amen. Again, I'm starting out of 1 Peter chapter 1. I'm starting at the 13th verse, amen. And it says, um, wherefore, gird up the loins of your mind, be sober and hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. 
Amen. As obedient children, not fashioning yourselves according to the former lust in your ignorance. And I'm going to say that again. As obedient children, not fashioning yourselves according to the former lust in your ignorance. Amen. But as he which has called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation, because it is written, be ye holy as I am holy. And if you call on the Father, who without respect of person judges according to every man's work, pass the time of your sword joining here in fear. Amen. For as much as you know that you were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversations received by traditions from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemishes and without spot. Amen. Who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world but was manifest in these times for you. Amen. People of God, this is such a word that is timely for us as people of God because he said for us to gird up our loins, gird up the loins of our mind and be sober and hope to the end for the grace. I've been talking about grace and even this message um, is talking about grace as well as holiness. But he's saying here um, to be sober in our mind, to let our thoughts be pure, to let our mind be pure, our conversations be pure, our very being, who we are, our temple be pure. Amen. He says, um, wherefore, gird up the loins of your mind, be sober and hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Amen. As obedient children, and this is very important, people of God, for us as obedient children. As I said in the earlier broadcast, you know, so many are wanting to go and do things they want to do how they want to do it. But that's not what being a child of God is. We no longer belong to ourselves. We no longer uh, should do things according to the way we want to do it, but according to how God has commanded us um, in his will for us. So as obedient children, not fashioning yourselves according to the form of lust in your ignorance. Before we came to Christ, there was a lot of things that we did that we didn't understand. And maybe we understood because we may have been taught by our mother and fathers not to do this or not to do that. Or even people in the village, as they say, it takes a village to raise a child. And people would try to correct you and tell you the things that was right. But they would just tell you from their point of view, not giving you the word of God, not giving you the instructions that came from the Bible. Um, and it's very important, people, that we know what Scripture says because, therefore, we won't, um, we won't be ignorant of the devices of the enemy. And this is one thing in the Bible. It talks about my people are perishing for the lack of knowledge. And the lack of knowledge is uh, being ignorant. Um, so, therefore, people, we have got to fashion ourselves, amen, not according to the former lust, 
but to the way of God. And Romans 12, Romans 12 and 2, it talks about, um, it talks about being transformed. Amen. And first of all, it tells us in, in that scripture, it tells us to be, to present our bodies as a living, as a living sacrifice. Amen. Uh, holy. <laughs> I'm going to read that to you. 12 and 1, it says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Amen. Hallelujah. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds, that you may prove what that is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. For I say, through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, soberly again, amen, according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. Amen. So people of God, when we are presenting our bodies to God and as we are living holy, amen, we are finding that uh, that to live our uh, lives as a living sacrifice, we're honoring God, amen, and we're giving God the the glory. Amen. And it should be our greatest desire, people of God, to live our lives, you know, uh, before the Lord holy, um, because that is our worship and our devotion to him. Amen. And in order for us to live holy and to live right, we've got to separate ourselves. We've got to separate ourselves from the patterns of this world. We've got to separate ourselves from the ways of this world. We've got to separate ourselves from even people that are of the world because this world is governed by Satan. Amen. And that's why he even told us, do not be conformed, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. In order for us to live holy and be holy people of God, we have to change how we think. We have to change uh, our mindset on what used to be the former lust, amen, before we were saved, into a transformed mind that is living holy unto the Lord, amen. When God tells us that um, we are to be not to be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind. He's he's uh, letting us know that that there are real pressures in this world to conform to it, because like I said, we are in this world, but we are not of this world. Once we come to Christ, we are citizens of the kingdom of God. Amen. And so this world is governed by Satan and this is his kingdom. Amen. So therefore, people of God, we cannot, we cannot continue to conform ourselves to this present world, to the system of this world, to the things that are in this world, because everything concerning this world is hostile to God. It's hostile to God's people. Amen. You know, it's built on humanistic values and uh, uh, things that people do. Everything is, uh, you know, self-centered, uh, self this, self-sufficient. Amen. And we can all uh, be uh, our own little G.O.D.s. Amen. But look, God's word wants us to understand 
that we have been transformed out of darkness into his marvelous light. So therefore, we have to come out of darkness. Amen. This world is so full of darkness and God is exhorting us in the scripture and us as his people of God to resist this world and the temptation to be like the world. Amen. So many things that are going on in this world that uh, uh, has, is calling God's people to be attractive to it is, uh, is, is the greed, the love of money, amen, self-centered living, amen, um, and political power. People want to, to be able to uh, try to govern and rule over people, putting their views and their uh, abominable lifestyles uh, into law that people have to live like that with their degenerated thinking. Amen. And all of these things is the way that the world um, operate. It operates in envy, hatred. Amen. Um, oh my God. Impurity. People want to um, uh, have these types of dressing, uh, their clothes. In other words, the fashion. Amen. Clothes that are just so immodest that it's not, uh, it's it's not pleasing to God. God told us as people of God, and especially us as women, that we should dress modest. Amen. Not sexually seductive. Not in a way that will, uh, uh, to excite the opposite sex. And and even nowadays, the same sex because people are so immoral in the way that they're living now and thinking. Amen. Um, this world has so much in it. Drugs. Uh, uh, just everything that that uh, defies God's law of holiness. Amen. So we need to change the way that we think. We need to change the way that we uh, live and um, and we act because the Bible said, "Be holy." He's telling us to be holy as I am holy. Amen. And so, therefore, when He's telling us to be holy as he is holy. That means we have to make some changes. That means we have to do some things that are different, some things that are different according to the word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. And then he says that these were, uh, uh, he says, as obedient children, not fasting ourselves according to the form of lust and ignorance. So that's why he said we have to... um, Present our bodies to God as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable. Not be conformed to this world, be changed by, uh, transformed by the renewing of our mind. And the only way that uh, we can live according to God's will is that we have to have a uh, a mindset, a, a mindset that has been changed and transformed into into the way that God thinks, into holiness and to righteousness. Amen. Verse 15, it says, but as he which has called you, if God has called you and you've accepted the Lord as your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, he said, because, uh, but as he which has called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation. And this is something to people of God that when we come to Christ, amen, we will not be talking the same way as the world do, speaking uh, things that the world speak, having the same conversation that we used to have. Our whole being should be changed. It should be transformed. Amen. So therefore, people of God, 
we have to uh, change even the manner of our conversation. Uh, verse 16 says, because it is written, be ye holy for I am holy. Amen. And I love that because, you know, be means uh, it's a word that uh, that is a verb that indicates action. Amen. Continued action. Be, be. In order to be something, you got to continue to strive for that perfection. So the Bible tells us right here, he said, be ye holy, be ye holy, for I am holy, said the Lord. And, you know, when we think about that, um, when he says, "I for I am holy, God is holy. And this is his true character. And even in the um, commentary, it says, God is holy. And what is true of God must be true of his people. And this is what I don't understand. So if we come uh, and change our lifestyle, if we accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as our Lord, and we have now become uh, his children, and he wants us to have his character because we truly were created in his image, then we have to make some changes in our life and uh, live our lives according to the way that God said live it. Amen. Holiness carries the thought of being separated from the ungodly ways of this world and set apart for love, for service, and for worship of God. Amen. Holiness also is the goal and purpose uh, of our election in Christ. It means being like God and being uh, dedicated to him, living our lives to please and being loyal to him. Amen. And this is something that people that I, I see going on, nobody is loyal to what God's word says. Nobody is loyal to living a life. They want to make excuses, you know, well, my flesh is weak or I've, um, I, you know, God's grace is sufficient and, you know, and God, he will forgive me. Yes, he will forgive you when you repent, but repentance means turn from the sin and turn to God, you know, people of God. So in order for us to be holy, we have to have a mindset. We have to be separated from this world, separated from the things that are in this world, the attitude of this world, the actions of people in this world. Amen. We are made holy by the sanctified work of the Holy Ghost. Amen. And I tell you something, people of God, and I always say this, how is it that the Holy Spirit that dwells on the inside of you, and you're filled with the Holy Spirit, baptized in the Holy Spirit, but yet you're still fornicating, yet you're still out there committing adultery, yet you're still out there living lives that is uh, totally an abomination to the Lord, homosexuality, lesbianism, yet you're still liars, let your, yet you're still liars and 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 deceiving and being deceived. This This is not holiness, people. And, and this is not coming out of the world. Amen. The power of the cross in delivering us from, from sin, it was enough. If you truly believe that, if you truly are a, uh, a true born again person. Amen. We have been renewed in the image of Christ when we come to him. Amen. And by being renewed uh, in Christ and, and in the Holy Spirit, it's like getting 
um, uh, an infusion, amen, like when, when we're dehydrated and, you know, people sometimes they have to go and they have to give you a, a injection or an infusion of electrolytes to get you back on balance. That's the same way it is when we come to Christ, amen. We have been renewed uh, in the image of Christ, and therefore he gives us an infusion of his grace and his mercy, amen, to obey him according to his word. We just can't do anything that we want to. We can't act like we want to. We can't say what we want to, amen, and still claim to be a child of God. And this is so, uh, um, it is It is very important that people know what the word of God says, amen. Over in um, Hebrew, amen, in the book of um, Hebrew chapter 12, Starting at the 12th verse, again, he is saying that we need to be holy. Uh, starting at the 12th verse, wherefore lift up the hands which hang down and the feeble knees and make straight paths for your feet, lest that which is lame be turned out of the way, but, it let, but let it rather be healed. 14th verse, follow peace with all men, and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. Looking diligently, lest any man fail of the grace. There's that word grace again. Amen. Of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you, and thereby many be defiled. Lest there be any fornicator, or profane person as Esau, who for one morsel of meat sold his birthright. Amen. And it says, For you know how that afterwards, when he would have when he would have inherited the blessing, he was rejected, for he found no place of repentance, though he sought it carefully with tears. You know, God is telling us, people of God, you know, holiness is a key to living a life pleasing to God. Amen. Holiness is being separated from sin, <laughs> being set aside for God, set apart for God. It is to be close to God, it is to be like him, it is to seek his presence, it is to be righteous and have fellowship uh, with God with all of our heart. Not just some of it. That's why we got to diligently seek the Lord with our whole heart. Amen. Hallelujah. And this is why God has said to us when he told us in the uh, 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 book of Ephesians, you know, he said, above all things, it is our priority to live holy and to seek God and to be like him. Amen. Because in the book of Ephesians in uh, the fourth chapter, it says, starting at the 21st verse, if so be that you have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus, that you should put off concerning the former conversations, the old man, which is corrupt, according to the deceitful lust. You hear that, people of God? And be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Amen. And that you put on the new man, which is after God, is created in righteousness and true holiness. So therefore, 
if we are going to be God's people, if we're going to live our lives, amen, according to God, he told us, follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. Amen. Holiness uh, uh, means that we have to put off that old man, all the things that we used to do. You know, when we came to Christ, amen, we should have uh, uh, came, you know, with a heart and mindset, Lord, I want to be just like you. I want to live my life pleasing to you. And I'm not telling you that it's always that you're going to always do every single thing right. You're not. But one thing that you need to have a mindset is I don't want to live my life the way that I did before I came to Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, Jesus um, was the purpose that he came to this earth so that his people could be holy. Amen. Holiness was um, the reason why he gave himself up for us on the cross. Holiness is the purpose in making us a new creation and in giving us the Holy Spirit. Without holiness, we cannot do this, people. We cannot live a life for Christ. We cannot um, um, be set aside for God because without holiness, it's like being contaminated. Amen. So without holiness, there's no nearness or fellowship with God. Without holiness, nobody's going to see God. So if we are contaminated by the things of the world and still living in this world, how is it that we're going to be able to see God? Amen. So people of God, I, 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 I want to challenge you today. I want to challenge you in the word of God today that we are to live our lives, amen, according to what the word of God has said and not according to how we want to live, but according to how God wants us to live, amen. And so when we go back to the word of God again, amen, in Second uh, Corinthians, amen, even starting at the very uh, first um, chapter, it says, we then as workers together, amen, I beseech you that you receive not the grace of God in vain. And so in saying that, we, you know, when God's grace has been given to us and God's spirit has been given to us, amen, you know, we can no longer do what we want to do and we cannot use God's grace as an excuse, as a license to keep doing the things that we want to do. Because God has given us clearly, clearly, he has said to us that we are not to be unequally yoked. We are not to um, uh, be unequally yoked with the unbelievers. And we are not to have fellowship, amen, with unrighteous. We are not to have communion with darkness. In the 14th verse, it tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, it says, Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers, for what fellowship has righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion uh, has light with darkness? Amen. And what concord has Christ with Belial? And what part has he that believeth with an infidel? And what agreement 
has the temple of God with idols, for you are the temple of the living God. And God has said, I will dwell in them. I will walk in them. I will be their God and they shall be my people. He said, wherefore, come out from among them and be separate, said the Lord. And touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. And I will be a father unto you. And you shall be my sons and my daughters. Amen, said the Lord Almighty. But listen to this, people of God. In Second Corinthians chapter uh, 7, the first verse, God is saying to the people of God again. He said, having therefore these promises, dearly beloved, Dearly beloved, amen. <laughs> let us, let us cleanse ourselves, cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. And people of God, that is the bottom line. There is no fear of God. People don't care anymore about what God says. People don't care about reverencing God. They feel that they can get up and do whatever they want to. Oh, I can just go back to God and say, you know, Lord, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Satan, you a liar. The blood of Jesus is against you. God is calling for us to separate ourselves from this evil and perverse world. Amen. And even in these scriptures in Second Corinthians chapter 7, the apostle Paul, he makes it uh unmistakably clear that one cannot claim God's gracious promises. Amen. Hallelujah. Without a life of separation and holiness. Amen. We have got to separate ourselves from this world in order to be sanctified by God. You have to come out from amongst all the unclean things. That's what the word says. That's what it said in, in, in that um, scripture. It said, and what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God. And as I have said, uh, as God has said, I will dwell in them and I will walk in them and I will be their God and they shall be my people. Wherefore, come out from among them. What is more clear than that, people of God? Come out from among them and be ye separate, said the Lord. Touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. He's telling you, touch not the unclean thing. Amen. And I will receive you, and I will be a father unto you, and you shall be my sons and my daughters, and the Lord Almighty. When people preach the word of God, they want to uh, not completely tell the people about what God's word is saying when it comes to things, and it kind of just leave a little vague line, well, you know, they can continue to do this. Well, you know, you'll be my people and you my, you'll be my God. There's a condition for you to be God's people. And he said, and to separate yourself from all the filthiness of the flesh and the spirit and perfecting holiness in the fear of God. When he said, let us cleanse ourselves, we must break away from every form, not some of it, Every form of ungodly compromise, people of God, 
ungodly compromise people of God. You just can't go do what you want to. You cannot act how you want to. You cannot engage in things that you want to. And a lot of times people say, well, you know, just make a plan. You can't engage in fornication. You cannot engage in adultery. You not. You cannot engage in homosexuality, um, lesbianism. These are unclean conditions that contaminate that holy temple of God where the Holy Spirit lives. Amen. And the Bible says that he will not uh, dwell in an unclean temple. So people, you are deceiving yourselves when you think that you can simultaneously be a child of God and yet still go out and fornicate and commit adultery, be homosexuals and lesbians. Clearly, the word is very clear. It says we must make a very clean break. We've got to cleanse ourselves, amen, from this. We've got to resist the sinful desires of the body. We've got to put to death our sinful deeds. By how? By renouncing them. We've got to renounce them, and then we have got to repent, amen. And then we've got to embrace the power of the cross and the Holy Spirit on a daily basis as our source of victory, and even we've got to live holy, holy people of God. That's what the Word of God says again in First uh, Peter 1 and 16. It says, be ye holy as I am holy, amen, because... That's what God requires of us. That's what God wants of us. We cannot live any kind of way and then expect God to come and live in this temple because he said he will not do it. Clearly, the word has been given. Amen. You have the scriptures to follow. And a lot of people say, well, you know, uh, it doesn't take all of that. It takes that and some. Amen. It takes that and some. And the Bible says, my people perish for the lack of knowledge. And that's because you don't know the word. And in the book of Timothy, it says, study to show thyself approve, a workman, rightly, rightly dividing the word of God. Amen. So when we are, when we as people of God are reading the word of God, we have to study God's word. We have to be in God's words uh, on a daily basis so that we can learn and know what the Holy Spirit is saying to us, the church, know what uh, God requires of us as the church. Amen. And this is why in um, in the book of Ephesians, the book of Colossians, um, the book of Philippians, amen, I believe that when when the Apostle Paul, he was praying a prayer for uh, for the people of God that they may come into the knowledge of who he is. And the only way that you can know who God is, is that you got to come out of this world and you got to be separate. You've got to. Uh, stand on what his word says, because truly when God's word says what it says, he said, come out from among them and be separate, said the Lord. Amen. And so when we are separate from this world, that means we're not going to be like this world. We're going to do things different from this world. We're going to live our lives according to the way that God designed for us to live it. Amen. And in that Book. I just want to read this prayer that um, the Apostle Paul prayed for the Ephesians church. And as I said, in, he also prayed for the Philippian church, for the church of Colossus. 
and pretty much the same prayer. But he said, wherefore, I also, after I've heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and the love to all saints, I cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, and that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance is, his, of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe according to the working of his mighty power which he wrought in Christ Jesus when he raised him from the dead and set him on his right hand in heavenly places, far above all principality, power, and might, and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in the world to come, and has put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body and the fullness of him uh, that filleth all in all. These prayers that he prayed, uh, the apostle Paul prayed uh, for those churches is so that they would have the power to live holy, to live right, to live with an understanding to live with an understanding, amen, of who Christ Jesus was, amen, and the riches of, of of the glory of his inheritance to us, amen. And the greatness of that power can only come when we separate ourselves, amen, separate ourselves from this world, seek God, See God in all of his power, amen, and in all of his righteousness and with holiness, because it's said to live at peace with all men, amen, and in holiness for which no man will see God. So this is why we have got to, people of God, continue, continue to look unto God, amen, to look unto God for the help that we need to be able to live our lives according to the will of God. Holiness is just not something that God is saying out of his mouth. Holiness is the way of God. Holiness is unto God the lifestyle that we should be living. Amen. We cannot live holy doing how we want to do. We cannot live holy in fornication. We cannot live holy committing adultery. We cannot live holy as homosexuals and lesbians. We cannot live holy people of God when we are defiling the temple of the holy holy God. And this is why God says, I will not dwell in an unclean temple. So then who is operating in you? Because when you've opened up your temple for these types of spirits to come in, those are demons. And people do not like to hear this kind of talk or hear the kind of word. But you've allowed your temple to have access of unclean spirits. And God, the Holy Spirit, is not living 
simultaneously alongside no demons. Amen. So that is why, people of God, he says that we have got to cast out these devils. We've got to live holy. We've got to live right. We've got to make sure, make sure that our lives are lining up with God. The former lust of the flesh, the former lust that we, the ways that we used to live, that cannot be uh, uh, who we are. We have to put off the old man and put on the new. Amen. And there's enough power in God's grace and his mercy for us to overcome these things. If you truly, truly are a child of God, you truly love the Lord. You know the power of the cross. Jesus gave us the greatest example because he was a man without sin that walked among this earth for 33 years. Amen. Amen. And so that was our greatest example on how we can live, not in uh, the temptations of this world, because he said there is no temptation known to men that God won't give us a way of escape. Amen. You don't have to do the things that you're doing. You don't have to lie. You don't have to cheat. You don't have to uh, uh, expose your body. You don't have to do all the things that you're doing. There is enough power in the blood to sustain you, to cleanse you, to keep you. There's enough power in the Holy Ghost by the gift of grace. If you really, truly, truly want to live your life, that power is there to live it. That power is through holiness and righteous living. Amen. That power is being separated from this world, renewing your mind to think upon those things that are above, those things that are pure, those things that are lovely, those things that are good report. Amen. All of those things, you just have to change yourself. You have to change the way you think. You have to present this body to God, present it to God. You know, go and say, Lord, here I am. Here I am, Lord. I present my body to you today from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. I present it to you today for the indwelling of the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit only. Talk to God. Talk to God. He'll do it. I'm a witness. Amen. He'll do it. When you are no longer ignorant of Satan's devices, then you will become into the knowledge. God will open up and enlighten your eyes to his understanding. He will illuminate himself to you when you really, really want to know who he is. Amen. Father, we bless you and we thank you today that we that are your children, your people of God, that, God, we want to live our lives pleasing in your sight. And you told us, Father God, without holiness, no man will see you. So, Father, we don't want to miss your coming. We don't want to miss you when you come. We don't want to have our bodies and our temples, Father God, full of unclean spirits and demonic things that will keep us from serving you with our whole heart. God, I ask today in the mighty name of Jesus that your people, Father God, that hear this broadcast, someone that may have been convicted by their lifestyles or they're compromising as a Christian, 
as a child of God, that God today, they will cry out to you and say, Lord, I come before you. I want to renew my vows to you. I want to come back to you and I want to live a life holy and pleasing to you in your sight and in the sight of brothers and sisters so that my life will reflect you and the light of God in me. I thank you today, Father God, for those, Father God, in the name of Jesus, that have repented, that God, you will restore them, that you will renew them. And by faith, Father God, that they will be able to accept your grace, Father God, as the power to continue to give them, to continue to live righteous lives before you. Grace is not uh, a, a license to sin, but it's a gift and the power to live a righteous life before you. So God, we thank you and we praise you and we give glory and honor to you because this, Father God, is your will in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I pray that there be a reverence of you that will go out into the land like never before. That your people will begin to have a fear and a reverence of who you are so that they can, Father God, so that they can lay aside all the filthiness of their flesh, perfect in holiness in your sight and in the fear of who you are. So God, we give you praise and we give you glory and we give you honor in Jesus' name. God bless you all on this beautiful Friday afternoon. Amen. With thus said the Lord, I pray that you would have a very, very, very blessed blessed rest of the uh, afternoon on this Friday and that you have a great weekend and until the next time God bless you be encouraged amen be empowered amen think about the broadcast make some changes amen make the changes for the glory of God let God have the glory God get your glory out your people in Jesus name love you all God bless you